0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATP. I'm Erin Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're discussing three recent action thrillers starring Canada's greatest actor, Akshay Kumar.
0: First up, Kumar stars as a con man, posing as a CBI officer, conducting tax raids in 2013's Special 26 from Niraj Pandey.
1: Then, Kumar plays an army officer who uncovers a terrorist plot while looking for love in 2014's Holiday from A.R. Murugadas.
0: Finally, Kumar is part of a special anti-terrorism task force in 2015's Baby, again from Neeraj Pandey.
1: Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis people.
0: Welcome back, lovers! We are finally discussing... Uh, One of Canada's biggest stars. One of of our
1: greatest cultural exports. (laughs) And one
0: of the biggest stars in Bollywood, Akshay Kumar. Uh, Matt, you've been pushing for this for a while.
1: I guess I didn't really like the first couple movies I saw him in. Mm -hmm. Because I had the unfortunate experience of watching Action Replay. Yes. Which he is terrible. I only watched about half of it. But he's very like over the top and... Shouty in a way that I find that he can kind of get into sometimes.
0: Yeah, you turned it off about a half an hour in. Yeah, I've been reluctant because when I first got into Bollywood, I was not a fan of Akshay Kumar's movies. Wasn't the
1: first one you saw Entertainment?
0: No, Once Upon a Time in Mumbai, Dubara. Yeah, uh, which was fine. I I I don't remember much about that film. But then subsequently, I saw things like uh, Boss and Entertainment, The show kings, uh, etc. A lot of comedies, and I just thought this guy was the worst. I really... I really couldn't stand him. And if you go back and listen to our early episodes, which I really don't recommend doing. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I
1: recommend downloading them at least.
0: <laughs> I, you don't have to listen. <laughs> I expressed this opinion. And it's only within the past couple of years where I think Kumar's really taken a, a turn.
1: Well, also Danny Bowes uh, put us on to tease Khan And in yes. that one, his kind of over-the-top comedy works really well because he's got a director who you know, can play with that.
0: Yes, yeah, so so what I was going to say was it's only within recent years that he's kind of taken a turn in his um, choices as an actor that I oh, yeah. really started to appreciate him. He's doing and all
1: these nationalist kind of, here's real life stories of how great India is.
0: Yeah, but also I think choosing more serious roles, mm-hmm. uh, showing more of his dramatic chops and his action chops, which was the thing that put him on the map to begin with. And as a result... I've been able to go back to to some of his earlier stuff, and I'm starting to appreciate it more. And as we've explored Akshay Kumar's filmography on this podcast, I've really grown to, to like him. So Tees Markhan was really the first film that I really liked Akshay Kumar in.
1: Kilati and Kakalati. That movie was awesome.
0: Really enjoyed that. When we did our episode on Bollywood films shot in Alberta, I actually remember really liking 8x10 Tasphere, even though I just don't like Akshay Kumar. So... I've, I've.
1: You didn't at the time, yeah. I
0: didn't at the time. I've, but I've come around to him.
1: Yeah, I think when he's not kind of hamming it up and just relying on dumb jokes, like you know, he's going to do a houseful every now and then.
0: I didn't mind the last houseful. I think also, I, you know, at first, Bollywood comedies were not my thing. You mm-hmm. know, I, I didn't understand the humor. The jokes were going over my head. Obviously, we don't speak the language, so the wordplay wasn't Wait, there.
1: You don't speak Hindi. No. Oh, okay.
0: But I, I, I'm starting to enjoy more Bollywood comedies, and as a result, I'm starting to see more uh, Kumar is, you know, kind of a, a rather broad but um, adept comedian.
1: Next, you're going to say you like all the Grand Masti movies. Uh,
0: the Masti series. Yeah. No.
1: That'll be. Eight years into the podcast, we'll have exhausted every other avenue. Just have to watch all the titty comedies where there's no tits. Yeah.
0: So you know, well, actually, Kumar might have not been a flavor that I immediately uh, enjoyed. Uh, I've I've come to savor him.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good. This is a good turn phrase.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good
0: one. All right. So just a. It would make
1: more sense if he was like uh, Ali Khan and chef. <laughs> then we could have spun it that way. But.
0: I want to go back. Speaking of Saif Ali Khan, uh, ever since we spoke to Sal Lam on our last episode and she told us about Saif Ali Khan and Akshay Kumar like wrestling, I want to go back and watch uh, the movies that they're in together because yeah. that seems to be a really fun
1: duo. And we well, yeah. you know how
0: we feel about Saif Ali Khan. And we were
1: listening to an interview with him today where he said, you know, with with sci-fi I'm Laurel and Hardy, right? Yeah. So that's that's a fun dynamic. Yeah, and I, I like both those actors quite a bit.
0: I do think actually Kumar's off-screen persona has also been one of the reasons why I've kind of come to really like him. He's charming. Uh, his episode of Kafiz Karan with his wife Twinkle Khanna is delightful. I really adore it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier kind of some of the nationalist stuff. I. I'm not entirely sure how to take that. I think those films have been hit and miss. Like, I, I didn't like the recent one, Kasari. Mm-hmm. Um, though he had one hell of a turban in it. Um, I, they, the whole cast. I mean, was, they got these. That was kind turbans. of the point of
1: it. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. Um, oh god, that movie was so violent. <clears throat> but it's hard for me to know um, how to process that part of his kind of current. Um, persona and his current identity.
1: Well, he's buddies with Modi.
0: As yes, he recently put out a, uh, a non-political interview that he had with Modi, with the the prime minister.
1: Everything the prime minister does is political, though.
0: Yeah, so he's the prime minister. But they said it was non-political. Hmm. Uh, the point is, as we are not Indian, we are Canadian. Yeah, um, and you know we're not of Indian descent either. Um, it's hard for me to to know how to process that just because I feel like it's complicated I'm not entirely sure I see some people really like that aspect of his persona Uh, this is just what I see online from fans and I see some people that are critical of it partly because he no longer has his Indian citizenship because he took Canadian citizenship yeah so
1: That's why he's Canada's greatest cultural export.
0: <laughs> well, I think we imported him. In addition him to books. And then we exported him. Yeah. So I guess just a bit of background on Ashley Kumar. He's an Indian-born Canadian actor. Um, still predominantly works in this in India, but he's got the he Canadian passport. makes like six or seven
1: movies a year, it seems like.
0: His father was an army officer, uh, which I just thought was notable because of all of the... Um, roles that he often plays as a member of the military or mm-hmm. a cop and also this kind of nationalistic um, identity and persona he has and especially a lot of recent films um later on though his father became an accountant for unicef which i just thought was very sweet
1: but that also makes sense for a special Twenty Six, where it's yes. about, you know taxes
0: <laughs> yes uh growing up he studied martial arts including karate thai boxing taekwondo and Muay Thai, he spent a lot of time in Thailand studying. Hmm. Uh, he, he probably
1: got mixed up in one of those under down, underground uh, death fighting.
0: Oh, moves. almost deaf. Yeah. Almost deaf. Um, They're everywhere.
1: <laughs> I just saw one the other day that was opening up.
0: He was teaching martial arts in India when he got the chance to you know, try out some modeling, and he discovered that paid a lot more money, so he became a model.
1: You also don't have to get punched in the face as much, no. so that seems like a bonus.
0: Modeling led to acting, and he debuted in 1991 in Sogan. He broke through the following year in nineteen ninety two with Abbas Mustan's Kaladi, which spawned an eight film series. Maybe maybe actually Kumar will return to it someday. Who knows? That's a uh, we talked about the fourth film in the series in our last episode of Salam, it's a uh, thematic series, so it's not narratively connected, but thematically connected.
1: Daredevil, Excitement Adventure.
0: Yes, and actually Kumar plays the Kaladi figure, the player, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a, it's a showcase for his stunts and martial arts work, their action films. Uh, I'd really like to go back and watch some of some of these films like I well, said, the first one's the like a slasher one.
1: movie isn't it that's what i've heard
0: yeah and then the most recent one from 2012 was like a comedy they seem to be
1: they just have a all
0: over the place an
1: underlying theme of like action and adventure but it can be a romance it can be a comedy yeah horror movie
0: mm-hmm. well,
1: slasher i guess thriller
0: uh yeah i'd like i'd like to go back and, and watch those um he's Appeared in 11 films in 1994, including Ye Dilagi, which nabbed him his first Filmfare Award for Best Actor. He has overall 13 Filmfare Award nominations. He won for Best Villain for Ajnabi and Best Comedian for Garam Masala. And he won a National Film Award for Best Actor for Rustam and Airlift.
1: I like both those movies. He's good in them. I
0: quite like Airlift.
1: Yeah, Rustam was good too. I
0: like Rustam, yeah.
1: He's got kind of a, like, guy with a plan type thing, which you'll see in all three of these movies. He's pretty good at being, like, a mastermind type character. And Rustam was pretty good for that.
0: Airlift was the film that made me interested in him. It really kind of... Changed my perspective about what he can do,
1: and that's he, a kind of nationalistic. Hey, it is. You know, here's a problem that we face, and we work through it together.
0: It is. It's a much more naturalistic film than um, what I associated him with at the time.
1: He still gets into a brawl with some Iraqi soldiers, as I recall. Though they couldn't, yeah. they couldn't get out of the country without him beating someone up.
0: He is currently one of the highest-paid and highest-grossing actors in Bollywood and in the world. Uh, I believe in 2018, he was the seventh highest-paid actor nice. in the world. According to Forbes, he has 141 credits on IMDb. Nice. And he has an honorary doctorate of law from the University of Windsor, Ontario. Oh, I
1: know, I know people at the <laughs> University of Windsor. I wonder if they met him. I should ask. Uh,
0: so that's just a... a, a brief and quick overview of Kumar this undoubtedly will not be our last episode on Akshay Kumar
1: well he's got a lot of different modes that he works in he's Mm -hmm. a credible action star and
0: he's been in the industry for almost 30 years
1: yeah credible action star comedy you know depending on your mood he's he could be Mm -hmm. pretty funny and he's also kind of a Tom Hanksy leading man type, like, Oh, here's the serious guy that we brought in to deal with this issue.
0: He can be quite romantic too, and I would really like to do an episode on on his romances, especially Namaste London. With Katrina Kaif, which for a long time we couldn't find, but is now on Netflix, so we should watch it before they take it away. Yeah. And that was the film that was the most highly recommended to us when we first started this podcast. And yeah. I mentioned that I didn't really like Akshay Kumar.
1: Lots of people chimed in with uh, Namaste London. Yeah.
0: So I, I do, I, I want to apologize to Akshay and, and all of Akshay's fans. I know you're listening, uh, Akshay.
1: You actually kind of rule.
0: <laughs> I I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Entertainment's
1: um, still bad, though.
0: That being said, I think Akshay Kumar knows that some of those movies uh, weren't of, you know, the highest quality. Because he's, he's talked about uh, his wife, Tinkal Khanna, kind of saying to him, like, you need to start choosing better roles. Uh, but the guy, he's a, he's a professional and he, he shows up to work. Mm-hmm. In a, in the most recent season of Coffee with Karan, he's on with Ravir Singh. And what's really great is Ranveer Singh talks about how Akshay Kumar instilled in him a very strong work ethic. Uh,
1: I haven't seen Kill Dill, but <laughs> you cannot accuse Ranveer Singh of phoning in a performance. He goes for it.
0: There's some fans of Kill Dill. I should. I remember I should finally not just watch it, it already. but I should. I should revisit. It. Just
1: to just to complete the set of uh, Ranveer Singh movies, but like that guy, he shows up to work.
0: Yeah. All right, Matt, should we get into our first film, or do you have anything to add about uh, about? No, AK. I'm sure we'll get
1: into it. Okay. Yeah, so Special 26 came out in 2013, directed by Neeraj Pandey. Stars Akshay Kumar, Manoj Bajpi, Jimmy Shergill, and Anna Kher. Great cast. Yeah. Um, based, All these movies
0: have great cast.
1: Yeah, based on a real event, the 1987 Opera House heist was critically acclaimed and remade in Tamil as... Thana Sernda Kuntam. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this movie is a man with a plan. Mm-hmm. And it starts off very amusingly with an elite group of CBI agents who are the tax men of India. Mm-hmm. And I should roll that back a little bit. So, it actually starts off with a disclaimer that <laughs> ruins the first 20 minutes of the movie by saying. Um, recently people have faked CBI, uh, licenses. Yeah. This is what a real one looks like. And at the beginning you're just kind of like, huh, well that's interesting information. <laughs> I wonder what this movie's going to be like. And this is what
0: a search warrant looks yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> this is what a search
1: for what it looks like. But, um, so Akshay and uh, Anupam Kher play two con men who have a team of two other guys. And their scam that they figured out is to go to rich people's houses or businesses and then say that they're conducting a tax raid and then steal as much money as they can ostensibly because this person is hiding money from the government
0: and then when they go to the cops they won't press charges yeah because they're at fault
1: yeah and what is funny is that every single mark they hit it's just like oh no you found that i've been embezzling money and not paying my taxes because it's a great scheme because everyone they hit is doing it
0: yeah Counterintuitively, I think it was useful that we had both seen Raid, yeah. even though it came out um, last year before we saw this film. So we had a concept of what this tax raid business was. Yeah,
1: Ajay Devkin's character is like yeah. the good guy version yes. of what uh, Kumar and Kai are up yeah. to in this one. And um, very entertaining to see rich guys <laughs> squirming because they had left all their money mm-hmm. behind a wall or in the ceiling. Um, there's a great scene where, I don't care, they're busting some government minister type guy, and he slaps him in the face. Very enjoyable, because the, the minister's like, hey, you know how much money do I need to pay you to make this go away? And uh, Kara slaps him. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but at that heist, they run into Jimmy Shergill, who is a cop that they've kind of duped into helping them mm-hmm. with this. They essentially call the police station and say, we're having a raid today. We need one female officer, one male officer, and four other guys. And we need to go to this guy's house. Um, and then Shergill feels like an asshole afterwards because he didn't realize what was happening, and he feels complicit. Mm-hmm. So he tracks down Manoj Bajpayee, who actually works for the CIB.
0: Well, C- he doesn't track down Manoj Bajpayee. CBI. When, yeah, when they when they bring this attention to the attention of the, of the CBI because they are kind of passing it up the chain and they're starting an investigation. Manoj Bashpi comes in to to, to investigate.
1: And Manoj Bajpayee is an goal. archetypal super cop who plays by his own rules and <laughs> yeah. jumps off of buildings. Uh, something I should say is that this whole movie, at least the first half, is shot like um like a 70s crime movie. Mm-hmm. It kind of rules. So there's like lots of like rack zooms in on things and uh, mm-hmm. handheld camera work. And it's it's a refreshing change of pace from a lot of other action movies that we've seen lately, because this is kind of an action movie.
0: Yeah. It's more think, of a heist movie. And I think the 80s setting gives it kind of this, uh, with, that, with that aesthetic that you're talking about in the filmmaking, um, kind of gives it this really rich... Um, throwback quality. You know? Yeah, there's fun color like period scheme too. It is a period film, but it yeah. just feels—it feels like all that is kind of perfectly intended. Like it seems like in a. a the aesthetic choice of the to shoot its way reflects thematically on you know the time period of the film.
1: It's it's a lot like uh, Johnny Gadar, where it's really understanding like here's how you can do a crime movie and have like texture to it, yeah, in a fun way. And, and Manoj Bajpayee kicks a guy off of a building yeah. <laughs> onto a car. Yeah. So Shergill hooks up with Bajpayee. They uh, figure out where the next um, raid in mm-hmm. quotes is going to be, and At a
0: jewelry store. Well, and how did they figure it out, There's one Matt? before
1: then. Uh, they figure it out because... I don't remember.
0: Because they're holding a hiring fair right. for yeah. people who want to be members of CPI yeah. to dupe them into joining them on a raid which is secretly a con yeah. and they send in a couple officers to pretend to you know, want to be hired by it's CPR. like a job
1: fair for crime which is funny
0: <laughs> and this yeah. is where the
1: term Special 26 comes from because they hire 26 people at this job fair yeah. to help them with this raid on this uh, opera house um, jewelry store yes so I'm not going to say what happens after that but if you like uh, criminals plotting heists and uh, cops trying to figure out what their next move is I mean this is awesome it's, there's like mm-hmm. three big heists in the movie. And you're mm-hmm. on, uh, on the one hand, you're kind of thinking, like, oh, well, where are they going to mess up so that uh, Bash P figures out what's going to happen? But you're also just kind of impressed by them thinking out this great plan.
0: Well, and yeah, it's really smart because the first heist, despite those disclaimers beforehand, you don't really know what's going on so when it's revealed that they're con men it's really fun Mm
1: -hmm. and And i called it too you did even though partly
0: because of those disclaimers before
1: it but yeah it was as soon as they basically like leave the building and say like oh yeah you need to sign this and then take it to the cops in order to uh uh, have it down that your taxes are paid now Mm -hmm. as soon as that happens i'm just like uh, that's a little bit hands off for what I would assume the uh, uh, the income tax ty- uh, types are like so um, yeah this is fake
0: yeah so that first that first heist is done really well and plays with audience expectations and then the second one you're you're excited to see how they're gonna pull one over on the cops or if the cops are gonna figure it out Well the second one and is then- them
1: going to this small business, in kind of like a, a really busy building. And yeah. they get there, and CIB is raiding one down the hall. Yeah, so and so the way so that they're they... are kind of flipping out, like, what do we do here?
0: Yeah, the way that they play with CBI is really yeah, is really funny, and then they kind of, like, get their help. Yeah, like they're again, like, oh, we, so we got a lot of like, stuff in
1: these boxes. Can you help us out? You're
0: tense, because you're like, how are they going to pull this off? Or, like, are, they, are the cops going to, like, figure it out, and then they're going to be on the run? Like, how is this going to play out? And then the third one... I mean, you just know. Tons that,
1: of great planning, and you get this job fair.
0: Yeah. At the third one, you just know that there's going to be, like, some big twist. And at this point, Minoj Bajpayee is, like, hungry. Yeah. And he confronts, kind of, the various members. And there's some. There's a great scene, you know, where Akshay Kumar doesn't know who he is, and he doesn't know who Akshay Kumar oh, is. Oh, they mean at the bar, or yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Like, it's really.
1: He also. Um, Bajpayeee throws a. Uh, a dollar bill on the ground and says, oh, I think you dropped this one. Yeah. And then actually picks it up and it's like, yeah, I knew he would do that. And it's 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 almost like, um, you know, in Heat, when uh, Pacino and De Niro meet. Yeah. It's kind of like that kind of vibe of like the two masters of being a criminal and a cop have this kind of meeting of the minds where they don't really know each yeah. other that well. It's, it's fun.
0: I love I love a good heist film. I really do. And I love kind of the... Mechanics of how in a heist film, you know, they have to set up what the job is, but they always leave out some crucial information for the audience that then that then is going to make everything yeah. a surprise in the end. And, yeah, it's fun and to figure out of, what's going to happen. Yeah, just kind of the mechanics of of watching uh, the you know these criminals at work is is the joy, and it's always fun to see them pull one over on the
1: cops yeah
0: I think one of the things that makes this enjoyable, too is like I mean, it's not quite a Robin Hood spin. No you know, one likes
1: paying taxes though. I we well, get it.
0: <laughs> well, you don't really see them like dish, like throwing it up to the poor later, but they no,
1: are the, care's kid is like, getting married. they need money for that, oh, obviously yeah, exactly. he's also got like ten kids. oh
0: that's a really and fun they have joke. funny names
1: where they like kind of all rhyme.
0: That's a really fun joke throughout the film that yeah Underprem care has a ton of children, yeah, and they're but, like.
1: Uh, why don't you just watch TV?
0: <laughs> but it's fun to see like rich assholes who are circumventing the system get robbed. Like, there's really like, yeah, because no. Remember mind... when you took that personality <laughs> test
1: that said that you had a mind for regulation and that's where you would thrive? Yeah, you would love that. <laughs> and we actually have a friend who uh, has to deal with people cheating at school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would love to crack down on kids cheating. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because. It's, it's kind of a bullshit crime. <laughs> like, you're cheating on a test. Obviously, if you just studied harder and were smarter, you wouldn't need to cheat. So, therefore, busted. <laughs> I think I like busting people. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think
1: busting would make me feel good. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But uh, actually, Kamaran, this is great. Him and uh, is, yeah. him and Care have a great chemistry because, um, in the first raid, Care is pretending to be the boss of everybody, but he's actually kind of... uh, Kumar is definitely the boss. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, unhappy with having to be the boss in this kind of thing, and they have a fun interplay between each other. I think, actually, compared to their interplay in Baby, this is a lot better. Mm. They have a lot better um, chemistry of, like, guys who work together a long time and aren't just, like, throwing one-liners at each other. Like, you get the feeling that they're kind of friends in addition to, you know workmates.
0: But they don't actually know that much about each other, which I think is kind of interesting because when actually yeah. Kumar comes he
1: gets invited and he meets all the kids. Yeah, it comes yeah. to
0: his daughter's wedding. Like that's kind of the first time he really meets them all and all of that stuff I think is is really well done. It's really kind of like small town wedding stuff, but it feels it gives these characters a lot of personality. I think in a really kind of Natural way, you really start to care for them. Well, and As also opposed- you wouldn't you
1: wouldn't want to know everything about everyone in your gang because if one yeah. of you gets busted, then you could give up all that info. So there, it's kind of a security thing that they don't know everything.
0: And I think everything with that wedding and Annie Pimper's home life is done so much better than this kind of sub, this like B love storyline that actually has out. Oh yeah, with he his had, girl he's, he's got the hots
1: for the girl that lives across the alleyway. Yeah, and. But he just kind of keeps running into her and yeah it's it's really tacked on
0: yeah i think this film does the best job of kind of showing us some of the characters home life as a way to get us to care about them than the other two films that aspect of the other two films i find really weak
1: and that and that's even saying like the main love story in this is very weak too i yeah, mean you could trim can, out the, the home whole, life
0: the whole set piece with the wedding i think is really delightful and i think also there's where you see kind of this friendly camaraderie coming up between Akshay Kumar and Anupim Kher, Yeah. Which is just, it's just, it's just nice. And, it, and and they really do just kind of feel like these, these guys that are just trying to, like, make a living. They're just trying to...
1: I like yeah. movies about criminals. Yeah, me too. Basically any movie about criminal, But well, I especially like it when it's just kind of, like, matter of fact, like, okay, I go to work every day, I rob banks or whatever. Like, I like it, it's, it
0: when it's about thieves. Like, when it's yeah. about...
1: It's not a supervillain.
0: Yeah, and, and I... And and
1: I like, like supervillain movies, too, like Mr. X and, uh, and Madam X, for that matter. Mr. X and Doom 2 and uh, Madam X and Madam X.
0: I guess I, I like...
1: But a work-a-day thief.
0: Yes, I like movies about criminals where, I, where the stakes feel like, you know, the right people are getting robbed. Yeah. Uh, and the stakes feel maybe somewhat... Cartoonish is the wrong word, but it doesn't... I don't like serial killers is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, no it. one's
1: getting murdered in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, like career criminals. Yeah, I like that stuff. You know,
1: this yeah. is not that far off from a Lupin the Third type scenario. Like, mm-hmm. I could think of, you know, Lupin and Goemon and Jigen, like, one day, and Fujiko, they would figure out, like, oh, if we pretended to be uh, cops, then we could rob people even better than the cops. And mm-hmm. then, Manoj Bajpayee he's basically Zanigata chasing them around. Like I think that's why I like this movie so much.
0: Lupin the Third is um, a manga turned anime series that's been running for a very long time in Japan that Matt and I are, are fans of.
1: And the creator actually died last week. His yeah, name Monkey, Monkey Punch. Punch. But it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's about a gang of thieves get doing various scams, and mm-hmm. the salaryman type uh, Japanese cop, kind of a Dick Tracy type, actually yeah. will just not give up.
0: I like it when it's fun and I don't feel like people are actually getting hurt and so yeah. that's part of why <laughs>
1: that's why you like this movie better than the other two because there's tons of people dying.:
0: Well no, but <clears throat> I think that's part of what I love about the heist film you know mm-hmm. like you know that's why Rafifi and Ocean's 11 and etc are always so satisfying. They kind
1: of make you feel smart. Because they give you all the materials in order to. There's
0: always a surprise. There's always
1: something missing, but you can kind of guess sometimes. Mm
0: -hmm. It's fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Kumar's great in this. Yeah. He's got a man of the people vibe, I think, in all three of these in different ways. In this one, he's just kind of, you know, a regular guy trying to make it in this world. And the other one, he's the protector of India, basically.
0: Yeah, and in this one, I think this is my my favorite of the three films. Oh, most definitely. My favorite performance of his in the three films because I think. He's really not entirely left his ego at the door. He's really flexing those dramatic muscles, and I think there's—he's well, just
1: not overacting. That's, no, he's he, not he can, overacting. He can there's, overact sometimes.
0: There's subtlety to this performance that I was—that really impressed me. It's and fun to know, see this,
1: thieves uh, like having to think on their feet too, and like reason out, you know, with ten seconds on the line. Like yeah. what do you do,
0: and the stakes, you know it feels like there's real stakes here. Like some of the lines that they give some of their uh, targets and some of the cops, you're just like, oh, are they going to buy that?
1: True power resides and... in the heart. That's what Care <laughs> tells the, uh, yes. the government guy in the first raid.
0: So yeah, this film this film really worked for me. And this was the year I got into Bollywood, 2013, so I feel like... And I hadn't out. Seen, you should have watched it then. Yeah, I hadn't seen any of these films before we decided to do them for the episode. So I feel like for a while there, I was just picking the wrong Akshay <laughs> Kumar films. And then avoiding them because I didn't think I liked him. whereas if I'd seen this right off the bat probably would have been a, like a much bigger fan the same way that you know uh, the first Saif Ali Khan film that our friend Devin saw was Amkara and so he thought Saif Ali Khan was great and we were like Oh ah. yeah, he's that, also
1: done the humshack so. <laughs> yeah
0: go go on so it took us a while to come around to Saif Ali Khan as well and Saif,
1: now Saif's my guy
0: yeah and it just goes to show you that uh, you know
1: Ajay Devkin's my guy and Akshay Kumar you know I think sometimes... I think DevGon's your guy? Chauvet, man. Okay. And Onkara. All right. Like, he's he's kind of one of my guys. I don't know. Raid? <laughs> but I, I, I like these, like, the next level down from the, like, superstar cons. Mm-hmm. You get these guys who, they can do a character a lot easier because there's not always this archetype that they fall into.
0: Yeah. And, I, and again, I think it just goes to show you that, like, Bollywood is so diverse and these actors, especially these, these big uh leading actors are working, you know, they have their their foot in so many uh different different genres and, and mm-hmm. different kind of projects that, you know, maybe you stumble across, across one mode of them and you're not into it. But oh, I'm really excited by all the Kaladi films now mode. to catch up on because
1: yeah. um he is nowhere out of any of these three movies. He's not playing a guy remotely similar to uh Kaladi and mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of got the army guy thing in Holiday, but it doesn't have the, you know, death sport fighting thing and the reka romancing. No. <laughs> There's none of that.
0: All right. Well, I think that brings us to Interval. What are we going to play, Matt?
1: We're going to play a song from Holiday and soldier is never off duty. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, um, a title that makes you understand what the film's going to be about. <laughs> uh, it's called Blame the Night. Cody!
0: The Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, is happy to be partnering with Northwest Fest, Edmonton's International Documentary Festival. Northwest Fest runs May 2nd to 12th at Metro Cinema. It features dozens of short and feature-length nonfiction films. If you like this podcast, you'll probably also like Untying the Knot by Zana Shami. Untying the Knot tells the powerful story of Rumana Mansoor, a Bangladeshi Canadian woman who was viciously assaulted by her husband in Bangladesh, leaving her totally blind. Interwoven with Rumana's story are the unfolding journeys of three women in Dhaka, Bangladesh's capital city, whose relationships mirror Rumana's own abusive marriage. Tradition, family pressure, and social stigma all play a role in controlling women's lives in a patriarchal society. With remarkable access to the subject's lives, the film is an intimate portrait of how women are surviving and fighting to change the social codes that bind them. It's presented by Amnesty International, and as a listener, you can get 10% off tickets to Untying the Knot and all of the other films at the Northwest Fest except the opening night film. Tickets and passes are available at NorthwestFest.com, and you can use the discount code APN2019 to get 10% off any general admission ticket except for opening night. Choose the shows that you want to see at NorthwestFest.ca, then apply the discount code APN2019 at checkout.
1: On the latest episode of the Edmonton Public Library's Overdue Finds podcast, EPL's new writer-in-residence, Matthew Stepanek, joins Bryce Crittenden and Carolyn Land, along with our Five Timers Club guest host, Kate Gibson, to talk about zines, poetry, and literary events. They talk about tons of local talent, independent bookstores, and the upcoming Edmonton Poetry Festival. For more information on Overdue Finds, find the show at epl.ca slash podcast.
0: So that was Blame the Night from Holiday. A soldier is never off duty.
1: You know, I kind of feel bad for soldiers if they don't actually get real vacations. Yeah. But luckily, this soldier has a vacation and saves the day. (laughs) You think? Yeah.
0: Uh, So this film came out in 2014. It's directed by A.R. Murgadas. It's a remake as his film, his Tamil film, Thupaki. Thupaki? Thumpaki? Tupaki. Tupaki. One of those might be right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you will remember, Matt, A.R. Murgadas uh, from one of the earliest Bollywood films we ever watched, Gajini. Great movie. Uh, which was also him remaking one of his own films. <laughs> so this is kind of a, a, a recipe for success for Murgadas. Well, Murugadas. an iterative
1: process of making it in Tamil yeah. and then making it into uh, Hindi.
0: Yes, he also uh, made uh, Akira, not to be confused with the Japanese film but Akira.
1: Featuring Sanakshi Cinema, yes. in this.
0: Featuring Sanakshi Cinema, which was also a South Indian remake, though he did not direct the he original do I- film.
1: No, it was Pandey who did Ayari, right?
0: Yes, yeah. Pandey did Ayari. Yeah. Uh, and one of the interesting things about Akira is, from what I understand, is that it's gender-swapped in the original films and actually some oh, characters a man interesting from what i understand let me just confirm that i'd really like to watch that film at some point partly because uh we should do an episode on shenoxi Sinha at some point
1: yeah i mean i think we've watched a lot of her best movies already and talked about them but we'll find out
0: well you know you could always catch up with uh welcome back no not welcome back welcome to new york and, uh, oh, what was the one where she was the journalist? I didn't really like that one.
1: Oh, that she's a Pakistani journalist.
0: Well, it was based on a Pakistani story.
1: Yeah, right? what was that one? Newer. yeah. Uh,
0: and you know, we still have to talk about uh, the Dubong films the song
1: Yeah, maybe, you know, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> run across her again, yeah.
0: But uh, going back to Holiday, A Soldier is Never Off Duty, the film we're discussing right now. Along with actually Kumar and Sanakshi Sinha, it stars Freddie Darwala, Samit Raghavan, and Govinda in a kind of comedic cameo.
1: <laughs> a comedic cameo that you could cut out of the movie entirely, and it would have no problem, really.
0: Yeah, I think when his name came up, we were expecting far more Govinda, uh, and he's actually in it very briefly—maybe
1: five minutes like, altogether. And his part—he's in like three scenes,
0: completely inconsequential. Yeah, uh, Kumar was nominated for Best Actor at the Filmfare Awards for this film, and it was a box office hit. Hmm. So he plays a soldier, obviously.
1: He's also supposedly about fifteen years younger than in real life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that kind of makes more sense. When, yes, now that you know that.
0: Yes. So he's on leave, and he returns home because his family, his parents, and his sisters are trying to set up his marriage. And once he arrives, they say they have something like 28 or 38 minutes until the auspicious day runs out, so they got to rush and meet her right away. A likely story. (laughs) Akshay Kumar thinks this is kind of silly, like... Why don't they go home and relax? He's got mud no. on his
1: boots already. He yeah. stepped in some mud when he was, you know, just joshing around with the fellas at the train. Yeah.
0: They go straight to uh, Sanakshi to Sena's house, and that's who he meets. And he does not like her at first because he thinks she, she's boring. He thinks she's boring. thinks she seems like a wallflower, very subservient, and he wants a strong feisty woman
1: who smokes and drinks
0: he starts telling his friend who's a cop played by samit Raghavan, that this is not this is not the girl for him but then they happen across her at a boxing match
1: which has police protection for some reason that's that was the thing
0: and he discovers That she is a lot feistier than he initially thought, and she's exactly the kind of girl that he wants to be with.
1: She does every sport.
0: (laughs) He then. Let me me
1: see if I can remember off the top of my head. She boxes, she plays rugby, Mm -hmm. she plays either tennis or badminton. I think it was badminton. I think it's badminton. Yeah. And she also does track and field type stuff like uh, throwing javelins.
0: She also is a great dancer. Yeah. Did you say dancer? No. She's a great dancer. I was thinking of the sports. Yeah. Yeah. Dance, and dance is kind of sport. Anyway. Active.
1: active. Um, so he falls for her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's actually kind of the comedic relief of the movie more than Govinda.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she, I mean, she turns him down because he turned her down. Uh, and then she kind of sees the... The kind of men that her that her friends are getting married to, and so she kind of a
1: baldy. Do you believe it? At least, actually, Kumar might be like fifteen years too old, but he's not a baldy.
0: So then she turns around and they fall in love, but then she's already engaged to Govinda.
1: They have this song about blaming the night.
0: Yeah, so that's the good
1: dance scene. Actually,
0: that's the romance subplot, which is really kind of. Inconsequential to the rest of the film because what the film is really about is how This is not while, being on duty
1: but still having to be on duty.
0: <laughs> while on leave in Mumbai spending time with his family attending his friend's wedding Akshay Kumar while on a bus discovers that there's a plot to blow up a series of bombs around the city. Yeah. And so he then kind of
1: We also find out that he's not just in the army he's in like the intel unit of the army but he's embedded with the regular army at the border
0: so then he he then takes it upon himself to kind of go somewhat rogue
1: definitely goes rogue
0: kill a bunch of guys as he kind of
1: torture people
0: yeah as he gets to the bottom of you know who is responsible for these blasts and what they're plan you know where they're planning on targeting next
1: allow his sister to get kidnapped
0: in doing this He adopted a dog
1: who is one day away from retirement and hurt his foot named Rocky in one of the nicer parts of the movie.
0: In doing this, the criminals, obviously, uh, you know, that the terrorists uh, turn their attention to Akshay Kumar and the rest of his batch mates and kidnap a bunch of their sisters. And he puts his own sister in the hot seat for the kidnapping and doesn't tell her what's going on. Uh, but he is, he's so, he's so committed that he's willing, he's willing to give up everything to make sure that he stops these terrorists, including, uh, you know, leave his love, Sanakshi Sinha. So that's, yeah, it's a basic plot of Holly. It's a bit,
1: they're very generic terrorists.
0: Yeah, very generic. I don't really understand why they're terrorizing. Did you understand, like, what they were, like, no. what their aim was?
1: They, you know, it's kind of that stereotypical, maybe they're Muslim terrorists or something. It's the kind of guys you would see on 24. And this movie is kind of like 24, except with a wacky romance subplot, right? Like, Yeah. It's like this, or like a Liam Neeson movie,
0: mm-hmm. where
1: it's like one guy has to go up against a group of international terrorists, and then he'll realize that this guy is so good. And it's a movie for dads. Mm-hmm. This is a dad movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just... I mean, the main terrorist... I don't terrorist, think they have an
1: ideology or anything.
0: Yeah, their main terrorist is Ali Farouki. So, you know, yes, they're Muslim terrorists. But... Could be a
1: Muslim name, but yeah, it, it definitely sidesteps that issue.
0: Yes. Because yeah, it doesn't
1: want to make us wonder, like, why this is happening. Mm-hmm. The idea that they're blowing up buses and train stations, that's obviously awful. Got to stop that.
0: Yes. Uh, this is not... Like, Baby is much clearer about... Um, about what the st- what the terrorists want and what they stand for, yeah, and i I think you know it goes without saying that the this bold- movie is
1: long enough already. It's like two hours and forty minutes long. I don't know if it needs to delve more into the psychology of these guys, but no. if you took Govinda out, you could you know squeeze in like we're mad about uh, India doing circuittrical strikes or something
0: yeah and and it does go without to a certain extent without saying that obviously both holiday and baby in trying to stop terrorists in mumbai there is obvious uh
1: there's an allusion to things that's already happening
0: yeah there's an allusion to to 26 and i think you can you can understand uh that what am i trying that to say that
1: impulse yeah you can, you can understand, understand that
0: impulse you can also understand why this is a realistic uh
1: maybe baby i don't know about holidays so much realistic but it's a, it's a threat
0: it's, it is a threat. I think it's a real... I mean, I think for people who, who've who lived through an experience like the attacks of 2611, I think it is a very realistic threat that people could blow up the mall that you're hanging out at. This and movie you is, might not really understand why they want to do that.
1: Yeah, this movie is so. also um, very much... I hesitate to say propaganda, but it is very focused on how... Good Indian soldiers are, especially guys yes. who've been injured, and you know, um, soldiers are important. Fast to society, they. It's that uh, kind of George Orwell Night Watchman thing. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know that one. I think so. It's the uh, it's the idea that um, your very conservative governments, um, the police and soldiers, mm-hmm. their main job is to keep. People like you and me safe at night, it, whatever they do is justified in that they mm-hmm. are trying to keep you know the majority of the population safe. So it it is never like thinking this is a bad idea, even when he's cutting off people's fingers, yeah. murdering people. Like it, the ends always justify the means in this scenario.
0: And it and, is dedicated to you know mem- all the members of the Indian Army, yeah, and their families.
1: And there's a lot, especially at the end, there's a lot of talking about like. These guys maybe get like forty days a year vacation. Otherwise, they're up at the border, risking their lives every day. Which, yeah, you know, obviously they are. Yeah. But it's it's very like it's very straightforward in a pro military agenda.
0: Yeah, it reminded me of American films. It reminded me of, of kind of the like
1: Mark Wahlberg ones.
0: Yes, this is exactly. Your lone survivors, <laughs> this or, is... or an
1: American sniper with Bradley Cooper, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah this this feels like. Yeah, like a Mark Wahlberg picture, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's exactly what I would compare it to. It has a very kind of respect our troops quality to it. Yeah,
1: support the troops. Support
0: the troops. Which I mean, is not something, I think, as Canadians that we feel as much.
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons behind that. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, you get someone like Paul Gross trying to do Hyena Road or Dale, Those kind of movies about how Canadian troops are badasses, too. It's just... We're not really getting into as many conflicts,
0: Hyena Road is a lot more gray areas though than something like
1: it's probably closer to baby than
0: American sniper well
1: yeah it's the the linking of the military industrial complex in Hollywood is really interesting, and same thing with bollywood
0: well and and the military and nationalism I think yeah. that's something that's we don't really have that in Canada,
1: not as much, but even like Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you could tell from the be- especially the beginning of Holiday and Baby when they're thanking like such and such general, they're thanking the Air Force. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, they got access to this kind of stuff, and they're saying thanks. So there's definitely going to be that political spin on the film.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this I- is the broadest of all three films, and it's shot. Um, it's really brightly lit. There's big dance scenes. It doesn't really have a sense of style. I would say it's just kind of.
1: It's like an Generic. episode twenty four.
0: Yeah, it's like an episode twenty four, but it's not as dark. Like it's really kind of bright yeah. and clear and poppy.
1: You can see what's going on easily.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'll say the the fight scene at the end was pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know when he when he wants to do it, he still got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the kidnapping and the torture stuff. You're right. That is very similar to twenty four. It, ha- but I think TV exactly. It has very kind of TV yeah. aesthetic and quality.
1: But you know action's decent once it gets going Mm -hmm. it's just kind of a weird not quite masala-y blend but like whiplash between (laughs) oh I got this uh, terrorist locked up in my closet and when he gets out I'm gonna torture him to find out what's happening oh "Oh, Sanakshi Sina's here I gotta stash her in the closet in case my mom sees
0: the comedy of errors when he has the terrorist in the closet and then Sanakshi Sina comes to hang out that is yeah
1: yeah it's silly it's a lot of whiplash but like you know on the whole I thought it was fine it's yeah It's kind of an average movie.
0: I did like Akshay Kumar in this performance. I just felt like, yeah, the rest of the film around it, I just find that it oscillated between like really silly and broad or just kind of really violent, but like a really kind of cartoonish level of violence and menace and so it didn't yeah there's one guy for me
1: there's one guy who gets put in the hospital and you see him get out because you're just watching the side of the hospital and he's running down a hallway shooting a gun and you could film this a lot like more meaner and scary like you would be following him around shooting nurses or doctors whatever but the fact that you're just seeing him from the side shooting a gun you know instinctively we know what's happening in there Mm -hmm. but you're not seeing any of it so it doesn't really land
0: yeah, and the, again, the terrorists here, the villains, are just very... They just felt very flat.
1: They're generic. I mean,
0: they're generic, yeah.
1: And playing on stereotypes. Yeah. Just like, yep, that's what those guys do. Okay. Yeah. Why would I care then?
0: Whereas Baby treads similar ground, but I think is a lot more effective.
1: Yeah, if if Holiday... if If, if Baby, I was getting kind of Mission Impossible vibes, at least in the way it looks and was acted... Holiday is closer to, uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> uh, American hero show.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, but Baby, I think, is a really interesting movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it came out in 2015, directed by Neeraj Pandey, as uh, mentioned before, features Akshay Kumar, Topsy Panu, Rana Dagobati, and Welcome Surprise, I didn't know he was in the yeah. movie. It was cool to see him. Uh, Danny Dingzongpa as a man who... Sits in government buildings all day long and wears a suit and walks around and gets phone calls. <laughs> uh, Anupam Kher, KK Menon, Sushant Singh, and Re- Rashid Naz. Actually, a really great cast in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's apparently a sequel in the works, but uh, they've already had a spin off movie featuring Topsy Panu's character
0: called Nam Shabana.
1: Called Nam Shabana. Which Four th- more spin offs are planned. Yes. Shit. yes. And an Android phone game. I saw that in the credits, actually.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Nam Shabana. I saw it before, baby. I'd like to revisit it having seen Baby. I well, her remember... character is
1: really, like, undefined. She, It's like yeah. a scene change. Like, she shows up, so it's there's plenty of room to expand yeah. on her.
0: I remember liking it, but, be, but being disappointed. So...
1: Does it take place before or after?
0: I believe it's after. Okay. Yeah, because at the end of this film, you know, they, they kind of say, like, Oh, this project's going to continue. At first, it's just a, a trial project. Yeah. But... Because of the events of this film, you know, it's proven. The baby
1: unit continues. Yeah,
0: it's proven that they need this. Baby will return
1: (laughs) in Baby 2, (laughs) the boss baby.
0: Anti-terrorism task. I
1: guess actually Kumar is kind of the boss baby in this movie,
0: isn't he? Sure. Do you you want to explain the plot?
1: (laughs) Okay, so uh, we're given a kind of Metal Gear Solid-esque opening scene (laughs) that explains that Um, an anti-terrorism unit was formed after 2611 that uh, had a really high washout rate and they only had like 12 people who survived and they came from all kinds of different uh, military, paramilitary backgrounds and they were treated as a kind of black box operation who go anywhere, do whatever they want. Um, Later on in the movie, I believe they mentioned that uh, uh, if the U.S. is allowed to go into Pakistan to kill Osama bin Laden... Um, mm-hmm. Why can't India do the same thing? I mean, they're suffering a lot more from the effects of terrorism uh, day by day than the U.S., so they have every right to, essentially. Mm-hmm. So this baby unit, they, I think he says, what, by the point of the movie beginning, only four people remain in the unit?
0: Yeah, and they have, like, one year left or something. Yeah,
1: it's like a trial program. Yeah. So we find uh, actually Kumar, the boss baby, in... Uh, um. Uh, he's in Istanbul. Right. And he's tracking down one of his former uh, baby members mm-hmm. who's uh, gone to the uh, terrorist side, essentially. And he's getting tortured by some terrorists. And they're planning an attack in, I think it's Delhi, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. They're, they're planning on blowing something up there. And Kumar's got to figure out where this guy is um, and stop the attack. And there's a... It's actually a pretty cool... Uh, Action set piece where um, he uses a kind of tracking device thing to find the building where these guys are beating up the source. And then he kills all those guys. One of them gets away. The guy he's after, Mm -hmm. he runs through the city trying to fight him and find him. So foot chase with fighting. And then, eventually, and that's a
0: big part of why this reminds me of Mission Impossible. Yeah, he's he's definitely cruising.
1: Does. He's he's doing the run.
0: <laughs> he does so much running.
1: Yeah, uh, eventually he um, finds this guy and does a move that I'm surprised that has ne- I've never seen in a movie before, Mm-mm. where they're trying to track down some terrorist. But like, if he's a double agent, I mean, you could have done this in um, Ec- The Tiger, for instance, mm. where it's a similar situation, trying to track down a double agent. You just call the office and say. Well, we've got your family, including your wife, your daughter, your baby, and uh, wherever you're going to bomb, we're just going to send them there. Mm -hmm. It's like a really good, you know, very mean spirited, but especially like if you're dealing with a situation like this, a very good way of getting someone to change their mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's the kind of tactics that this baby operation uses.
0: The ends justify the means in this film.
1: Yeah. sure sure. Um, I was a little bit confused because at the beginning, Ding Zampa says it's a black box operation who that has no government oversight whatsoever. But it's all about government oversight because <laughs> they're constantly calling him where he's walking around a government building looking <laughs> concerned. They're always calling him and getting... Or like trying to get a hold of a minister to approve an operation. So... And maybe that was a translation error or something. It is it is very much concerned with how Baby <laughs> is uh, dealing with the government. But there's three operations in this movie. There's yeah. that one. There's the second operation, uh, which is in Nepal. Mm-hmm. And that's when Topsy Penu comes in. And she, uh, they say they're going to do a honey trap maneuver in order to get this guy, get some info out of him. Uh, she takes him back to her hotel and has to beat him up because uh, mm-hmm. he actually finds some of their evidence against him. So... She has some cool stuff, but she's really only in the movie for like 20 minutes.
0: Oh yeah, she's not in it long at all. Which and I was expecting. I, I,
1: I, I was not expecting it. And oh, I'd it,
0: heard that she had a really small part, and that's why it was really fun that they were expanding it into her own feature. Uh,
1: and the third operation, they go to Abu Dhabi to try and kill a um member of a militia mm-hmm. and they find something else along the way that is like a huge uh, opportunity but it's really stressful and intense trying to get this new asset out mm-hmm. and yeah i thought this was a really solid movie um again we have a very tacked on uh, romance subplot where um <laughs> his wife is actually calling him while he's on missions
0: And he's always at a conference.
1: He says he's at a conference, which I was thinking this might have a kind of True Lies vibe where she Mm. doesn't know that he's a spy, but she knows that he does something Mm -hmm. because he comes home, you know, bleeding and all this stuff. And he has to fly out of the country every now and then. But like, you didn't really need that. We don't no. care that actually Kumar is missing his kid's birthday party. That's but lame.
0: It's really we can I mean, we could
1: just assume that that happens. You don't need this. This movie's two hours and forty minutes long. <laughs> you could you could shave off ten minutes of wife time.
0: Yeah, his home life is like really minor compared it's, to. But, I mean, it's I just will point out, he like, do you ki- care about Ethan Hunt's home life? I don't know if we care about his
1: Well, home we never life. see anything about his home life. He was married to Michelle Monaghan, but, like, <laughs> that's not really an important part of the movies these days. Yeah. Like, I thought that the spy stuff was actually really good. Yeah. And you could just shave off the the, the wife stuff, unfortunately. I mean, that <laughs> leaves Topsy Panu as the only woman in the entire movie. <laughs> but, uh, you know.
0: But she does kick ass.
1: She's good. Um. <laughs> I was also unclear sometimes as to who actually was in Baby because there's supposedly four people left in it. One of them dies. So yeah. you've got actually Kamara's the boss baby. <laughs> and then uh care and Rana Dagubati get called in for the last op.
0: Yeah. Rana Dagubati, he's also in the first mission.
1: Yeah, he has to help out at the mall. Yeah. But like Anupam Care is complaining because he doesn't <laughs> wanna work with him anymore, so I didn't think they were in the unit.
0: And he's really- I had a lot of
1: questions about Baby that weren't <laughs> Addressed. Fair enough. And I think that their relationship in this one, he's kind of the cranky hacker Mm -hmm. who has to go on the mission, but he's like, oh, he's always going off script, and he's also wearing a terrible wig. Um, And compared to Special 26, there isn't as good of a relationship, but it works. Mm -hmm. It's fine for the movie.
0: Yeah, I think think this movie was really, really solid. It's really... It it moves at a very fast pace. It's really compelling, despite your questions. I think the mechanics of everything are, is laid out really, really clearly. Well, they have
1: to go to a minister's office to clear submissions <laughs> and stuff, like.
0: Because sometimes, like sometimes, I can get a little lost in the plots of films like this. But this, I thought, was really clear. And yeah, the stakes just,
1: are clear. You know oh, who yeah, these guys are. Exactly. You don't actually have to see a successful. Um, you know, a suicide mission or Mm a bombing or something. You just know that, yeah, these guys are, you know why they're doing this and you know what their methods are and you know why they need to get stopped.
0: Exactly. Like, I feel like the villains are really uh, well fleshed out in this film. I I feel like I understand um, who, yeah, who these guys are and why they're dangerous and why they need to be stopped. Mm -hmm. And, And Akshay Kumar is just, he's really, really solid. He runs very well
1: yeah and apart from having a wife and two kids we really don't know anything about this guy he's no. like he's like a spook right like he's just doing missions dealing with things and you don't need to really know that much about him
0: yeah yeah i i really like i got strong mission impossible vibes at at times during this film without kind of, Some of the, the, i think it's
1: the locations that really help yeah. Istanbul and Abu Dhabi, and, and
0: the running, but without the kind of grand or like over the top kind of finale action set pieces that you see in those films now. It feels like more like
1: there's no helicopter fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit more like, like the first Mission Impossible, like the first one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess though, maybe I can't
0: remember how much Tom Cruise ran in the first Mission Impossible.
1: He's always running. But
0: I think also, you know, speaking of Tom Cruise, I think you get a real sense that. Actually, Kumar is doing a lot of this stuff.
1: Yeah, you you could definitely tell, and in some of the fighting in Holiday,
0: yeah. that it's definitely
1: him. He's jumping off of buildings. I mean, I'm sure
0: sometimes there's like stunt guys involved. but his, It's masked
1: really well. Yeah, his
0: physicality on screen, he's so competent that I think that gives it this uh, this level of, of versimilitude that, that kind of just elevates the whole thing.
1: So where in Special 26, Pandy's doing kind of an 80s style... A little bit over the top, got some film grain in there, looks pretty cool. This is definitely like a mid-2010s digital shot, very cool colors look. Yeah. Uh, and also, It's got
0: some grit to it.
1: It's got some grit, but there's also some great one-take shots of, oh, yeah. uh, um, for instance, uh, Akshay Kimar is tailing uh, Topsy Panu and has to keep her in, in line of sight, but he's running around on top of rooftops, moving through buildings, and it's just holding on him the whole time, and it's just really well choreographed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, it's a strong film. I
1: I want to see Nam Shibana now. I, yeah. If it's if it's on the same level.
0: I don't think it is. Um, Pandey didn't direct it, unfortunately. I haven't liked all the films that Neeraj Pandey has directed. I was not crazy about M.S. Dhoni.
1: And Ayari was kind of a <sighs> bore.
0: I R is one of those films where, again, the plot kind of lost me, so I'd be interested to see it again. Yeah, it's not um, necessarily
1: the movie's fault.
0: Though I will say, I was pretty tired when we watched this one. I've been dealing with some bad back pain, and it was bugging me while we watched this one. Uh, but that didn't it didn't really kind of affect my my experience.
1: Yeah, it's not a heist movie, but it it's fun to see people think of a plan and then have to mm-hmm. manipulate it on the spot. So in the similar way of, like, trying to steal something in this one, they're trying to kill somebody. Yeah. And it's fun to see cool people we like think on their feet.
0: Ugh. I think that's exactly what I liked about Special 46 too, It's just kind of the, the having to think on your feet, the the things. Like, there are moments in this film when, when things just go the exact opposite way, the... That that they're planning and they just kind of have to roll with it. Yeah. Um. And and all of these like all the members of kind of the four main members, I guess, of a baby that we really spend time with, I think are all really compelling. And I, you know, we spend the most time with actually Kumar, and we kind of get an idea of his home life. But everyone else, it's just like they're just they're just a, a professional. Like they're just kind of showing up and doing their job. And and I really. Liked that lean aspect to a lot of the film. Was, yeah. You know, it's, it's just focus on the mission and... Calling Danny
1: of, Deng Zong by every couple minutes. <laughs> like, uh, can we go in now?
0: Yeah. So I thought it was really solid. I really liked it.
1: For a black bag operation, they're definitely calling home like every 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode, Matt.
1: Akshay Kumar. He's a great guy.
0: Yeah. Next time, we'll have to revisit some of his more romantic roles. Yeah, or the Um, Kaladi movies. I'll watch some more of them. Really like to see some of the more Kaladi films. Uh, So, as that brings us to the end of this episode, we will be back in two weeks. And do you know what we're talking about, Matt? No, I don't. (laughs) We are going to be looking at a couple of fantasy films. Oh, boy. Uh, So, we're going to be looking at Aladdin. The, uh, which is the Bollywood version of the Aladdin story.
1: I don't have to watch the Disney one, do I? Uh,
0: the live-action one? Yeah. No, but if you want to watch the animated one, go ahead.
1: I don't really want to watch
0: that either. So then we'll also be watching uh, Drona. So, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be pretty goofy, I think.
1: Well, it's kind of a lead-up to Brahmastra later this year that looks to be an interesting fantasy epic series, aren't they? Yeah. They're like doing like three of them.
0: Yeah, and also this uh, this new live action version of Aladdin that Disney is putting out. Uh, a lot of people online have kind of compared it to Bollywood without having seen it, just based on trailers and from people who who don't have a, have a frame of reference for Bollywood. So I thought we should talk about the Bollywood version of Aladdin.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see it. Yes. Um,
0: and, you know, we'll throw Drona on there as well. So that'll be out, <laughs> and in... these are long,
1: so yeah. we we'll probably only need to watch two.
0: Yeah, we're only watching. That'll be out in two weeks, Matt. In the meantime, how can people keep up with the show?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at Bollywood uh, You can check out the Tumblr with uh, show notes and other fun stuff at BollywoodIsForLovers.tumblr.com. It's the only Tumblr site that didn't have porno on it, so it's like still around. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com/slash BollywoodIsForLovers. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I looked it up today. We're actually on Luminary, which is the new podcast service that everyone's really talking about. Oh, cool. Um, but we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Google Podcasts.
0: Our home is
1: Audio Boom. So basically anywhere you can get podcasts, right are there. I, I was just curious about uh, Luminary um
0: you can follow us individually i'm at Ernie fraser e-r-n-e-f-r-s-e-r that's at twitter, and twitter i'm
1: at matt underscore b-o-w-e-s and uh, our logo was designed by becca dahlke
0: if you're a fan of the show please consider leaving us a star rating and review on apple podcasts we'll read them out on air haven't had one in a while so you know maybe we need to put it at the top of the show next time yeah. And while you're over at Alpha Podcast leaving your wonderful five-star review, you can check out the other show that I do weekly with Paul Matwicek called Trash Art and the Movies.
1: What are you doing uh, this week?
0: <laughs> Road to Perdition and Dick Tracy. Two so, movies
1: that we actually showed on the big screen as part of our film series yes, back in the day.
0: Comic Book Gangsters. So That's a tough
1: decision, too. They're both very, a very good tough movies. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, one has Warren Beatty, one has Paul Newman. How do yeah. you decide?
1: One's got James Caan. He just blew up in a car. Yeah. We're just watching. One has
0: Madonna. One has Jennifer Jason Leigh. Like, it's it's a tough decision. Yeah. Um, Lots of Tommy guns, though. (laughs) So, yeah. That's it.
1: Thanks.